everybody. Welcome to In My Opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 6, Episode 8, The End of Playing Games, and Season 6, Episode 9, The End of Democracy. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Molly Scullion. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Keen Cobb. Hello. And Tia Kemp. Hello. Yep, we did it. It may have taken the entire, <laughs> almost the entire season, but every one of us is here. How about that? The end of that not happening. That's what we'll call this episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the first thing I would ha- I would say is that we've been talking about lighting the beacons, sending out the ravens, getting people to rate and review, and we've gotten two people to do that in a couple couple emails. Uh, but we have one more week before we announce who that winner is. Uh, and I have chosen a prize, and it was Ooh. one of the only things that I could find on the Good Fight. Uh, so <laughs> it is a the Good Fight shirt. With the faces of Maya Rendell, Marissa, uh, Diane, uh, uh, Luca. I was like blanking on her name. <laughs> Luca. Uh, oh. Jesus. Oh, so this is this is early run merch. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is what season two, three ish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah. way up. Uh, so, and Audra uh, as well as uh, is okay. Audra. Good. So most of the main leads of the show uh, are are represented in one way or another. Um, just missing Carmen. And I do miss I guess Luca. Barbara Carlstad. Oh yeah, and Barbara. Yep, I miss her. Yeah. So that's what you'll be getting is a very outdated "The Good Fight" yeah. shirt with the uh, the faces of most of those leads. Oh, I mean, there's one more. There's one more episode. There's time for them to come back. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I would. I would. I'm calling it right now. The final shot of the series is Barbara Colstad buying. Yes. Patrick <laughs> and Richard. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so one quick thing I want to do, uh, Keen, to put you on the spot here. You missed a couple episodes uh, leading up to this one, so I'm just curious, what thoughts, feelings you have going into what we're about to discuss. I'll tell, you, <clears throat> I'll tell you this much. Um, at any point in this podcast uh, history that I thought this TV show was off the rails, I was mistaken. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Diane's getting shot at. That one, what was it, uh, when R.I.P., when Landau got got. They even told you at the start of the episode, it was like, hey, sensitive topic coming up, especially brain splatter i'm like all right whatever anybody you're like into it you're watching it and then when it happens you're like well they warned us i mean they they warned us uh they just they People just jumping off the, the building and dying in front of them like just uh, crazy shit yeah uh diane's not in it but she's it she is and then they they got an evil elsbeth going on with the the josh was it josh they park something i don't know it's this is <laughs> It's all over the place, and I I enjoy the hectic, the hecticness of it, and um, the inclusion of the I still believe underrated Felicia Rashad. Oof, mm. man. All right, yeah, great, great, great so far. Yeah, and I should apologize to our listeners uh, because we did get an email from someone that said the end of the podcast, <laughs> uh, pulling from the uh, titles of the show, uh, but no, not the end of the podcast, just a busy time. Just a busy time between shows 
uh, work schedules, the Phillies in the World Series, uh, just a lot, a lot going on uh, for people. So we yeah, which is sorry about that. I I had to call out sick for those last two games. I really think we would have clinched it <laughs> if I'd been yeah. at the top of my game, but I yeah. I, I, I take ownership of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we are here to discuss both, and we're going to condense them into this one episode. So we've got Keen's thoughts in there. I want to get first impressions. Jack, where are you at? Of, of, uh, this, first, of the collective two. Yeah, first impressions is that I, it does feel like we are moving towards an ending. I think there is a lot to sort of tie a bow on, and it's tough because like, I also I felt very similarly to uh, when The Good Wife was sort of ramping up for its finale and i am i am not i am not convinced that this is the end of the good verse maybe that's just denial talking maybe i'm in you know i'll get to the bargaining phase but it just feels like and the show is making this argument that this show is still if not more essential than it was when it started yeah uh so i like i would not be surprised if like the Kings maybe handed off showrunner duties to one of their more tenured writers or producers uh, just because, you know, everything we're seeing, uh, it feels like we're, we're finally starting to like dig into some character stuff. You know, there's, there's that long uh, sort of, is she telling the truth thing with Carmen in the uh, fake prison? Right. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's the second to last episode. And we finally get an inkling of maybe a backstory. But we don't even know. She's, like, she's the fucking Joker all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I feel like I, I can see very clearly an off-ramp for Diane. But it it it's it's hard for me to come to terms with the fact that this show's wrapping down. Because it still like feels like there's so much vital stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, have the Kings said that they're done with the good verse after this i don't think so i think like they're what i was looking at interviews uh for clues of course because they leave clues for me just me (laughs) and they were saying that you know that you know they're show running two shows they're doing this and evil they're producing other stuff and that it just like felt like they needed to take this off their plate you know they take this for seven seasons you know, uh, Christine Baranski is now like one of the, the leads of uh, Downton Abbey, comma, America, exclamation point. <laughs> so it, it feels like all of the people who have like a lot of other stuff going on, you know, needed to sort of wind this down to work on the other stuff. But like, you know, God bless her. She's I, I love her performance. What else is Sarah Steele doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> she's had marissa gold to rely on for a paycheck for like mm-hmm. a decade almost at this point we got to keep that going yeah yeah and I'm, i I want to see that better call saul like carmen show too um, yeah yeah molly first impressions um i really loved these episodes i think that it did really ramp up felt like the train was going at the right speed for uh heading towards the finale even though i think there's plenty to wrap up but i think um the kings know how to do that uh uh, i feel like a lot of things made me very sad uh obviously Mm -hmm. which i'm sure we will discuss with kurt and diane um but also just so giddy over ridiculousness that the good fight has truly deserved to be able to dig into like the rock being 
<laughs> the candidate in the car. Um, uh, just incredible stuff. So I'm I'm really enjoying this ride, and I feel like they're milking it just the right amount, where it still has all of its integrity, but it's very very enjoyable mm-hmm. to go yep. on the ride. And I'm yep. still scared. Also, there's a lot of things that are scary. <laughs> um me yeah (laughs) yes okay (laughs) well um i'm really sad about kurt and diane anyway uh yeah i yeah that was really hard i mean it was inevitable i think especially Mm -hmm. just watching diane slowly implode from uh everything that was happening uh with what's what's and what's currently happening like let's get girl this was very very on the nose very relevant um mm-hmm. really hard to watch and it's it's funny watching the show and being like oh this is entertainment question mark question mark um <laughs> when, when they uh did the announcement of overturning um gay marriage because of mm-hmm. some 11th century judge that was yeah. and still being playful with it but um but yeah right. overall uh not yeah, even, I, that's eight actually nine. not too far eight. off. Right. That's I know that what's who's that crazy lady? I blocked her name out of my head. The lady judge who is a part of a cult. Oh, are you talking about Ginny? Ginny Thomas? That's <laughs> no, <laughs> Tony, no Tony Barrett. Yeah, that lady. A, yeah, I don't like what her. What cult was she in? Other than uh, I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was in some <laughs> no, weird, like, other than the deal. Republican Party. <laughs> color uh yeah so um but yeah overall um I don't know I really I'm really liking um the reveal of Vanetta and Renetta and it's funny because mm-hmm. it's usually like hey all black people aren't related and it's like wow they're related <laughs> and their names rhyme uh so I'm, I'm kind of mad that I did not put two and two together but I love what they're doing <laughs> and um with the with the jail um and the follow-through love that we got to see some improv drops we got to see Carmen doing improv we got to see middle <laughs> bitch uh there's a lot there's a lot there Marissa got married you guys I don't know there's so much in these two episodes so I'm looking forward to talking about everything and uh yeah still sad about Kurt and Diane but we'll see yeah. how that pans out for the finale sure sure keen man um <clears throat> crazy town uh everything is going uh 100 miles an hour uh, if if it was like focused on one person, it'd be like nice and slow, like a slow reveal kind of thing. But now they're just like shit. How many episodes we got left? Did we ever do a backstory? Did we ever do a Carmen backstory? Nope. Get in there. <laughs> so, um, so I mean, I do like the fact that that we know a little bit more about her. But besides that, she loves working out. She loves money. Uh, apparently, people that look like uh, Marissa Gold and um, and uh, trashy. Uh, trashy reality shows um but yeah i, I like that it's uh they're they're giving you options or not options they're, they're showing you the strong possibilities it's not definite ones but like hey this could happen this could lead to something um i'm enjoying that uh i still want to get that spinoff I, n- now i want to see uh jay become like a secret agent for the collector i just want to see him mm-hmm. work with that and just do that as a whole show because that it looks like they, they built themselves up with like three different spinoff possibilities. You can see Diane running the DRC, national DNC, uh, uh, or you can see uh, Marissa become a, a Krav Maga, Krav Maga, Krav Maga, Krav Maga um, 
instructor in Israel. There's a whole bunch of possibilities, so I enjoyed that. Yeah, I feel like that one would have been one of their spectrum uh, offerings. Yeah, lots of lots of stuff going on. So let's dig in a bit more. Uh, so the dread that's what i'm calling all of the bad shit that's kind of going on uh the protests outside the gunshots uh the election stuff the firing or the killing of frank um landau right that's his name mm-hmm. um what are your general thoughts on those things going on because that also brings in middle ditch too because he was there to investigate the one person that we, that had jumped off right mm-hmm. yeah any thoughts, feelings, and how this might resolve? Well, resolve. Yeah, I was I was glad that they did uh, some follow up to that because um, sometimes, like even what we saw with uh, Liz and Richard getting shot at, and then we it dropped off. Um, and so the suicide, not no, it wasn't a suicide. Sorry, the accident with the guy falling down uh, from the roof. It was cool to just see. Okay, yeah, what happened with that? <laughs> Um, and finding out more about the family and the backstory. And then, and it was also just to, fun to see Carmen play opposite uh, this character um, in uh, what was his Valley, uh, Valley High Kaepernick? I forgot his name. Valley <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. They also did Valley High Kaepernick. They had fun just messing up his name the whole time. Uh, Vespertine, Kelly Park. So, um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And then and then again, a call back uh, to Carmen's girlfriend and that reveal. Uh, mm-hmm. And then also shout out to Jimmy in the mailroom. Uh, you know, so yeah. got to see him again. So yeah, I, I like that they brought this back. And I'm also happy with all of the dread going on. This had a happy ending. And if it wasn't for the situation with uh, Vespertine, we wouldn't have gotten um diane and lyle back together because he was all in her medical business remember mm-hmm. so, yeah it, it, it was good yeah other thoughts i'm i'm fearful for uh i'm fearful for marissa and what was the dude's name zab zab um because he just embarrassed the hell out of baroque and his, yeah. and his, his goon uh if, why did I not know he was like I, I don't know uh, whatever uh, but yeah it's just um, I'm worried about that so like that's like that's like a little bow but mind you this is my first foray with the Kings so I'm not sure how they do series finales uh, I still think somebody's gonna die and if you ask me who I initially <laughs> betted on I think I said Diane I don't remember um, you did. but now I'm afraid for Marissa. I think she has her oh, yeah. and Jay mm. has the strongest possibility of a of a good spinoff. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and <clears throat> Marissa's got it threats now from multiple angles. Uh so that's I could see it. Sure. Mal, how are you feeling about this dread? Um pretty anxious, honestly. Um mm. I I think I just keep going back to that like eleven ten date thing on all the grenades and all everything right. like that like i feel like we need some serious payoff for that and i'm very concerned what that could look like because with the kings you never know so i mm-hmm. think that's what i keep coming. i feel like we're definitely going to find out well we must because that would be a bad tv show well i shouldn't say <laughs> that. um but <laughs> i think if we didn't if we didn't find out 
who that shooter is across the way like i feel like that like they let that lie this episode but they always come back to it every time you worry that they just drop something like that they don't they're gonna come back to it um so i'm really counting on um uh, robert king if you're listening just add that in in case it's not already in the episode. <laughs> yeah, slip it in there even if it's a voiceover uh, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly the layla theme at the end and there um, the shooter was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, morgan freeman <laughs> so i don't know so i feel i feel really anxious that i feel like i don't know how anything's gonna go like it doesn't feel like it's leading you down a a path that you can see the end of currently right um yeah. so that's i'm anxious to see yeah and for those that are not don't have a calendar handy 11:10 is in fact thursday when this show uh has its 10th and final uh episode of the of the series uh of the season of the series um yeah lots of what's going on with this with this dread stuff i don't know I, I i don't know how how it ends other than like right now we are on the eve of the elections um it seems like mm-hmm. the elections are probably playing a big role within within this within the show although they I don't think they've talked too much about the elections, right? Kind of. Remember, just... um, Elfman alluded to it when he was he referenced his leg, and he's like, "That's how midterms are going." Ha ha! In at yeah. the funeral. But, okay. Yeah, a little, yeah, just little a little bit. bit. It's not overhanging. Um, no. So yeah, I'm just real curious what how how those th- sort of things are going to going to play in. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely do think that someone could die. Um. I'm oh, not Zev. too concerned. What's that? Zev's out, man. You don't take a gun from Baruch and walk away. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like somebody I'd care about. Uh, Major. <laughs> you don't care about Marissa's husband that we just met? <laughs> we have known him as long as Marissa has. <laughs> In real time, yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, I don't necessarily um mind him getting got within the context of the show um not too much more to say on it other than because there's it's just so vague as well like mm-hmm. it's just all it's just all out there and it's all kind of all encompassing because it also infects the uh the collective and <clears throat> excuse me just hanging overhanging over all of the all of the show uh so move on to uh and we could always uh, come back because like i said this kind of ties into a bunch of stuff maybe not this storyline so much but str laurie and david lee so we're done with str laurie now right yeah mm-hmm. well richard works it represents them uh but, but as far as them running the firm right 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 yeah they're because that was one of the things that con- the conditions was it's my thing i run yes. it and then he gets the papers signs them at the courtroom uh and is like uh actually i'm their lawyer now right. which i don't know i'm how. the lawyer now <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm the lawyer now yeah um, how legal how that can how possibly be legal right there but it's entertainment i enjoyed it uh, and i love seeing david lee yeah. uh, get got too yeah it was good to see him back mm-hmm. so and i feel like that was the... just i'm sorry to oh, you. I... I was just going to say, and he loves the Pirates of Penzance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His music started playing mm-hmm. in the courtroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so it feels like this was just kind of <clears throat> uh, tying 
um, tying that loose end up a little bit. I don't know how, the, how much this you, impacts stuff going forward. They uh, they really got me when when Richard makes that phone call. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's done it. And then <laughs> he's done it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they mm -hmm. really they really fooled me. Yeah, so. and which brings us to uh, for the in my opinion home players. If you're trying to guess what Tia has as her background, it is that moment where uh, she holds up the file it's folder. So good. Did they believe us? So it was all a setup. Yeah. And they great fell acting. for it. Mm -hmm. The yes. passion. Oh, he's all, I'll pray for you. All of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> great, great Liz episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this could. I said a moment ago that it doesn't really impact things going forward, but I guess it could within this last episode in what that firm then becomes. Is it Reddick and Richard? Is it just Richard and Associates uh, kind of thing? Because STR Laurie doesn't really have a say in it now, I guess. Any thoughts? I think um, I think they they probably got it plotted out for it to be a fair... I, I think... On paper and in the crowd or in public, it's going to be Richard. But I think they have it like a backdoor deal. Like, hey, you, you're the face, but this is a 50-50 deal because like we're keeping on the same thing. Sure. And uh, mm -hmm. I know I haven't been here for this bit for a while, but for other at-home listeners, uh, the the frame count for I mean, Richard frame is up to 18. It is what? ridiculous. <laughs> a lot of frames. Wow. Beautiful frames a lot. There was one. You, there was one episode. Uh, it was, it was maybe like the fourth episode where she's looking at him. In the, in the initial meeting, he had like a a blue or purple kind of color frame, but then he was looking at him and in his office, and it reverted back to the previous frames, the previous day frame of red because he was wearing an orange tie. So Kings, that was a bad edit. I'm just saying that was a bad edit. That was a bad edit. That's all I'm gonna say. Encounters um, on it. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then let us move on again uh, to one of the more fun stories uh, throughout this season, and that is the collective. Fun slash interesting. Um, Renetta, Veneta stuff as Tia uh, brought up. Um, Carmen getting involved. Um, what are your thoughts and how might this wrap up or maybe it doesn't. And that's why they got a spinoff. Yeah. Going back to what Jack said earlier, um, it's yeah, it, it sucks that we're finding all this backstory about Carmen <laughs> last minute, but yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, her daddy made her hand out flyers. Um, I'm guessing that's true. Uh, so that was, I was curious when the guy uh, was his name, Bucky burns when he asked why are you defending me to carmen um mm. so yeah that was i was Money. like yeah wh why is she yep um again <laughs> again very true to life whenever i see folks and i'm like wait a second how come they're how come they're helping these people or how come they're at that rally Money. um <laughs> and uh but yeah i i love seeing jay team up with carmen um and then uh renetta said that her sister only has six more months left in prison or in jail, wherever she is. Uh, we love you, Vanetta. 
we're thinking of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, it, but yeah, like I said earlier, this gave me very like Truman Show for white supremacist vibes. Um, the production, mm-hmm. the staff, everything they're doing is just, I, I, I'm wondering, I'm like, is this, is this happening in real life? I sure hope so. Um, but yeah, I'm with Keen. I really hope there's a spinoff because I would watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely would. Molly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this has been so much fun to watch unfold and just get deeper and deeper. I did find it interesting how quickly Carmen was like, okay, cool. Send me in. <laughs> Let's go. Um, great. I got this. I no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you need? No problem. Uh, it felt a little bit Kalinda-esque when she would just like, from the good wife, when she would just like go off and all of a sudden have every single answer uh, <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, we were just like, yeah, of course. She just she's good at her job. That's just that's yeah. just how it works. And we don't know much about her life. <laughs> that's just that's mm-hmm. how these characters I work. I was in the second city conservatory. Aside from program, her, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Aside from her empty, empty apartment, that's yeah. all we got. <laughs> exactly. Um, but but yeah. So I I am thoroughly enjoying enjoying it. But I am nervous because I feel like the there's got to be people looking for these for these people uh for these white supremacists so um including probably the chicago police force so i Mm -hmm. am curious if that will come to a head at all um i wouldn't mind if it didn't i don't care if they just keep they keep rolling going to antarctica (laughs) yeah I, i did love that um that bit but but yeah i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying this entire entire setup but i just don't want it to backfire Anyone else? Uh, I'm curious if I, I, I think they would have had to go into filming uh, prior to it, but I am curious at all if the writing staff watched the new Nathan Fielder show <laughs> before writing this because they they are they feel like hey, what if Nathan Fielder had like the, those same resources, but also interest in bettering the world. <laughs> <laughs> Right, good call. Because it feels like that that same like scope of like just how detailed they're going to the point where like mm-hmm. Carmen doesn't even need to walk through the fake prison; they can just take the wall out for her <laughs> <laughs> to make sure everyone's exactly where they need to be. It's just, yeah, I I don't know how much you know dramatic momentum you could find, but I would I would I would love just a case of the week show of just another white supremacist just getting it yeah getting got yep yeah i uh tia talked about it earlier like this the show uh and jack too uh, with it being just relevant now uh and the Mm -hmm. king's kind of being ahead on different things like even within this episode going ahead to the uh overturning of uh uh gay marriage uh with us on the eve of elections uh and a predicted changing of of power in at least one of the the houses um and the winning of different governorships or secretaries of state across the country like all of these things nothing's gotten better over the last mm-hmm. seven six seasons of this of this show kings so someone's got to be out there and, and giving us uh the the commentary on those on those things so keep at it 
A, a wild thing I realized watching this episode was uh, that granted I haven't watched every TV show, but it feels like this, the TV show that is most blatantly talking about contempt, like hyper contemporary anti-Semitism doesn't mention Kanye West, <laughs> mm-hmm. which feels like one of the biggest headlines, uh, you know, of the year in, you know, if you get anti-Semitism weekly, which I don't, <laughs> uh, but like it's like shocking that like there's still stuff happening every week that is just like, oh man, I like I want to know what this writers' room thinks about this and how they yeah. morph it and stretch it and their perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Well, they always mirror. I feel like they don't always bring up specific people, but they mirror mirror it in the show. So like Neil, right? Definitely like Elon vibes, but they don't mention mm-hmm. him. And with everything going on, that's that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. It's like okay, this is right on the nose uh with what's going on but uh, right they yeah. do mention them they, they do say i have all this money i'm not gonna buy twitter i'm not gonna build a tunnel under los <laughs> yeah. angeles and all oh, these other gotcha. things that elon musk is doing oh god yeah. yeah uh well we'll keep this uh keep this train moving since his name was invoked neil gross uh and go to neil gross and his plans for the democratic party uh this being a kind of political junkie um I thoroughly enjoyed all of this stuff. Uh, I, like Diane, am a sucker for that hope and change discussions and things mm-hmm. that um, you things that will fix things, uh, and and just making those things uh, happen uh, from the perspective or, or from the plans of Neil Gross. He's like, I have nine hundred billion dollars, so fuck all that waiting around and you know hoping for things to happen and let's just buy these things out and make it happen let's just do that uh so i love that kind of almost ultra west wingy sort of sort of stuff like pushing it so far uh in my opinion um but i i loved it hey um, yeah I also loved this the call out of Democrats like being on their mm-hmm. like pedestal thinking they're holier than thou because we don't play dirty like that. And yeah, he's just like, No, it's gonna get it done. And then we lose. <laughs> and then we lose. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like I love that. That's why that. you're at where you're at. Well, yeah. I was curious on people. I mean, I don't know if y'all want to share your thoughts on that or your opinions. Um, but that line uh that Elfman says when he's like we're not them. And when we try to be them, it backfires. Like, is that the answer? Like, should we be playing dirty and, and blackmailing more and, you know, dredging up people's, you know, Google searches? I don't know. Like, is that the answer? Because I, I do feel like sometimes we don't do it very well. Like, we kind of suck at it. <laughs> well, I think, I think part of that is the, is addressed a little bit in this episode. Uh, is that we are so far behind on doing all of those things uh, that the the right, uh, the people that they're talking about, the other side, uh, has been doing these things for so long that they basically have uh, standard operating platforms for, for doing all the nasty mm-hmm. shit. Uh, whereas uh, the Democrats were not focused on the Supreme Court, did not have a Federalist Society equivalent, did not have we're not focused on doing all of those things. We're not focused on state houses or redistricting or, or any of those things and using the constitution for good purposes and expanding mm-hmm. all of the, the rights of, of individuals. It was either 
trying to just maintain the status quo uh, or fighting for your life. Uh, so there was never really getting getting ahead. Um, but right. now I feel like, yeah, everything's on the table until you get to a point where you can go back to a mutually assured destruction. Because right now it's not. It's not mutually assured. There's one side that is trying to just destroy the other and the other side that's mm -hmm. trying against it. Does that answer your question, Tia? Yeah, I was going to say thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mike, <laughs> for sharing. I was waiting. I was like, does anybody else have thoughts? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, we, yeah, we definitely need to be a little bit more cutthroat for, yeah. for justice and human rights. You know, you can't kind of half step those things. Um, oh, Keen, you were going to say something. Go, go, go. No, I don't. I don't think it's the right place. No, I'm joking. No, I'm, I'm joking. No, uh, no. I mean, here's the thing. I think, I, I think, uh, I'm not the most political guy in the world, but I will say, I think part of the problem might be the the wording of certain things. Like you just said, like be more cutthroat. I don't see it as being cutthroat. I see it as being aggressive. I see it as being mm -hmm. uh, having forethought, um, anticipation, uh, and not. And I'll say opportunistic. I'll say that as well, uh, because my one of my big things, and I even mentioned it, uh, or Diane mentions it, like having someone that's not ninety fucking years old. Uh, you mm -hmm. had the opportunity a few times to build up a youthful kind of uh, candidate, and the people even told you, "Hey, we want this person." No, no, no. You'll have this person. No, no. But we want this person. No, no, no. We like this mm -hmm. person. Oh, that person lost. Oh, I wonder why. Because we didn't want that. So. I think just having mm -hmm. getting getting out of your own way. Stop going back to the holier than thou thing. Stop thinking you know all the answers and just going with what you believe instead of actually taking a poll and listening. So yeah, yeah, and not to be ageist, uh, you know, but it's going to sound that way now. Um, but the average age of all of the the, the people uh, that are that are running. Uh, you know Biden in the in the office now and and looking for a second term. Um, mm -hmm. The to to borrow because we were talking baseball before this, uh, but the Dem and they even bring it up in this episode. The Democratic farm system investing in good candidates has to has to happen and and raise people up from the uh, uh, local and and state levels because that's where all of these nut jobs started. Uh, mm -hmm. Outside of the ultra wealthy or the ultra famous, or the or you know the cross between those two, uh, a lot of these people started on school boards uh, and uh, state representatives, then uh, the House of Representatives, and they just kind of keep rising, rising through. And of course, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're in um, bright red, deep red districts that have been uh democrats have more or less been redistricted out of even competing in that you can't there's just no way you can do it um it's the the game has been rigged um so there's just there there has to be some meeting in the middle uh meeting on their level when it comes to uh playing this quote unquote game yeah and then the answer uh at least in this episode was the rock <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah I mean I think there's two different things there's all the things that Diane said and then there's Neil's approach you know yes so mm -hmm. um yeah I think that's where I get stuck with like you know the blackmail and 
you know, threatening people. I mean, feel free to look at my Google searches. I wanted to know where Jennifer Coolidge was from. Does anybody know? So do your worst Google and chum home. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, did you find out? No, I, I wanted oh. to find out. And then does I was anybody say know Lewis, But whatever. No. Um, She's great. I would, great woman. I like the, especially within the context of the show, I like the move for The Rock um, uh, within this. And and if I'm not mistaken, there has been already been real world talk of mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's running. pulled from and headlines. His, his yeah. show is about that. Like the, the show, the base of the show is him running for president and, and somebody <laughs> interviewing him. And that's how they pull up the old stories. Oh, so when you were this age, how, how did that happen? How did you feel about this? He's literally running for president in his show. So yeah. Wow. What's the show? Young Rock. It's a show. Yeah, was, uh, very, oh, oh, very brave sh- of you to show, admit that you watched that. About? Holy shit. Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> I that think you'd funny. enjoy it. I yeah. think you'd enjoy it. I'll give it a look. Um, but yeah, having having someone like The Rock uh, mm-hmm. who would then come out and be like, I, and I just from seeing in interviews uh, for, for many years, whether it's from, from wrestling or, or film, he's a pretty honest person. And he's he's honest about what he does or doesn't doesn't know. Uh, he's also very conceited, um, but it helps him <laughs> t- do what he does. Uh, I mean, he's fine, Mike. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, voting or, or people get people vote for him and saying like, "Look, this is my team," like, and put the focus mm-hmm. less on, like, just be the vessel more or less is what I'm what I'm getting at. Yeah, um, I think would go a long way for. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out within this within this show because what's his face? Uh, what what was the crutches guy's name? Danny uh, Elfman, Elfman from Elfman? Good Wife, Stephen Pasquale from the last couple seasons. Mm. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, He's the voice yeah, of he an was, angel. Uh, like if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Not quite campaign manager. I forget what exactly he was. He worked on like Alicia's campaign. Okay. All right. But this um, was like a very unexpected like. Of all the like minor characters from The Good Wife that I was expecting, uh, oh, here's how they ended up in the final season. I did not expect us to loop back around to Danny Elfman. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Danny Elfman uh, gets on board, tosses his crutches aside, and uh, yes. after The Rock has laying hands on him, uh, which I thought was ridiculous. That was opportunity. No, they could have said he smacked, he smacked his, uh, the hand down. I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> he laid the smack down on my ankle. He could have said that, but no. Yeah, but yeah. they did they did give us upon this rock, I will build my party. So like they still yes, they got their yeah. puns. They got their jokes mm-hmm. in. Yeah, they got yeah. they got some good stuff in there. Uh <clears throat> yeah, interested to see how it I really w- within this show. I really would have loved, loved for him to start singing though. Um, <laughs> I think that that would have fit the moment. And boy, could he do it. Like nobody you else. think they're gonna do you think that the finale is going to be do you think the finale is finally going to be the episode where they bring all of their great musical theater singers and do the musical episode yes it's happening (laughs) it's happening that's why that preview for the finale is so it's just everybody making faces because they couldn't show any of the singing it would give it away it's going to be an operatic episode not a single line of dialogue (laughs) no speak singing nothing yeah uh that's a it's a good point because We've been talking about it for seasons now, and we haven't gotten it. We've only gotten little tidbits, little teases of Christine singing here or there, Audra singing 
uh, Marissa sang the most, I think, of any of them. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, any other thoughts on Neil Gross and the Democratic Party? Um, I, I Not necessarily, but I will say I was shocked to see Neil's, uh, how he appeared in the episode. He was just sitting outside with a cat on his <laughs> yeah. lap. I was like, how did he get there with a kitty cat? Yeah. But he was inside listening to the speech. Anyway, I'm just saying, very mysterious. For a second, I almost thought he was a figment of Diane's imagination, the right. way he appeared. But um, that's all. So just got to recognize that mm -hmm. appearance. Yeah. How very Dr. I, uh, I loved that they found a moment to dunk on Michael Bloomberg, uh, <laughs> who cameoed in the premiere of last season. <laughs> That's true. It's just very funny to me yeah. that they got him for the appearance, and then mm, after yeah. just just enough time, or like, I'll also fuck that idiot. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're done. We don't need him. We don't need him unless he appears on the Carmen episode, Carmen series at some point. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so, Keen, did you have something? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, two thoughts. One, uh, I enjoyed Gross's uh, his portrayal in, in in this in this episode is how aggressive he was and what he wanted i know i know he's probably seen like that before but like showing like a democrat or a, a, a surely strong leaning democrat at that uh he meant business basically i like i said he just showed that aggressiveness that it's probably needed so i, I enjoyed mm -hmm. seeing that and yeah. um i meant i wanted to say this earlier but uh the fact that they got two go to black moms to be two of the most mothering characters in this <laughs> series uh kudos to them because uh, i can't remember her her real name but uh the woman that played the the judge in, in her own home in the 90s every time you turn around she was somebody's like pounder yeah cch yeah she was always somebody's mom or or just doling out good words and just and of course the situation but felicia rashad TV mm -hmm. mom for like mm -hmm. uh, decades. So, yeah. 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 The only other thing I'll say about Neil Gross that I enjoyed was that they didn't really talk about him being a strong leaning Democrat or anything so much as he thought that what's happening right now is just not good for business. Mm -hmm. uh, and he wanted to just kind of even, even things out. Like they talked about with uh, Fox News. I'm going to buy it. Rupert's sick of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm going to buy it. And he's like, oh, you can and what, turn it into a left-leaning thing overnight? No. Just introduce more and more actual facts into, into things and um, moderate sort of sort of opinions so that you have, Are kind they of have doing that. that? Are they doing that in real life? Because I feel like I've seen a no, couple of Fox News clips. No, I think, the reporters I think they're trying to... My bad. I was going to say, I think they're trying to hire more anchors that look like Skeletor, honestly. Very sharp <laughs> angles. I don't like the way they look at all. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, no, there are some Democratic commentators that are on Fox News. Um, they always get buried and they always get trashed in the shows that they're on, um, which is ridiculous. But uh, it's there. I think there are, it seems like there's more Democrats on Fox News than there are Republicans on something like MSNBC, where CNN just mm -hmm. plays all sides of everything all the time. Um, yeah, and you also see a lot of, uh, not a lot, but more 
one thing you might be thinking about, Tia, or uh, maybe I'm you're making me think of, uh, is the there are now more Democrats, not many, but more that are appearing on Fox News with the thinking that they're going to reach more people there. When again, they go on there, some of them have make good points, but there's just so many people that are watching those shows that don't care. They're not watching. Right. They watch they it the same way. Different. They watch it the way they watch wrestling, and they heal out. They pull out these Democrats that are heels. Yeah to you know get beaten up by the faces that are tucker carlson yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um this is all speaking of democrats going on fox news um making me think about when liz went was on that morning show and then that cameraman pointed a finger gun at her and pretended to shoot her and now i'm like was that cameraman the guy who's shooting at her Uh or somebody he's involved with i don't know i feel be really proud of myself if if there's something there um (laughs) but yeah clearly i can't get my mind off of those uh bullet holes in diane's office and all that situation that is top of mind can i say something about that scene really quick um uh jay uh and the guy who plays jay um that acting and the slowness and the way he took his time just standing in diane's office looking around slowly walking to the window like that whole scene was just so well done because i was like what is Mm -hmm. he doing because we rarely see jay just by himself doing his thing like that and i don't know I, i think the way they did it and just like the slow discovery of moving the flower and seeing the bullet hole and having him yeah just do his job but i thought the acting in it was really good um, the way they let him do his job and it wasn't <laughs> just making phone calls to people it or was anything off. else. Yeah. I must yeah. draw him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to all I have left now is Diane's treatment slash Kurt and Diane. Oh. So I, I Diane, rewatched. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jack. What do you got? I, I rewatched both of the episodes today leading up to this and I had I had to stop for that scene in the car. I just couldn't do it again. It was too tough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the way that he, she's explaining it. You think it's going, <clears throat> uh, that he's absorbing this and he kind of, he is absorbing it, but he's just like, he, it's like he hit a switch. Just flipped, yeah. it, flipped it off. Okay. I'm done. Um, pulls over. What are you, like, what are you doing? Calling an Uber. I'm out. And Turn notice out. how he called an Uber and not a Lyft. Ugh. Conservative <laughs> to the end. <laughs> Calling a trip taxi. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I felt so sad, of course. I've been rooting for Kurt this entire season while he's been off. Uh, what is he doing? He's solving crime on another. Uh, investigating naval crimes. <laughs> investigating naval crimes. Thank you. That's right. Um, so. I I feel distraught, but I also feel like it absolutely, I don't think it could have gone any other way. Mm-hmm. I think they were always like meant to just have a love affair. But um, I also think it is rough of Diane after a day of him um, being in like democratic you know central yeah. <laughs> she's like um i'm at, i can't keep doing this and also um i i met somebody but question mark <laughs> what that even what i'm even yeah. saying when i say I met that someone but not in the way um, you think yeah <laughs> but um 
I did appreciate that they gave him a little bit of a good guy high five on the way out and they were with the interaction at the bar that he had oh, yeah. where the woman's mm-hmm. like, oh, help me, you know, get out and or not or whatever, not get hurt in that protest or something like yeah. that. Right. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, don't forget, guys, we're kicking him out of here, but he, he is a good guy in, in his heart. <laughs> yeah. um, How did you yeah. get in there? Uh, I was actually on my way out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> out to lunch. Uh, yeah. what what are you I, doing here i yeah it was it was kind of rough and it, it was sad to see them like that but they i feel like from a writing perspective they tried to make him less likable throughout this season and the few interactions that that we've had with mm-hmm. him which i appreciated building to this moment but i didn't appreciate for the character uh i wanted right. i wanted a more excuse me uh amicable kind of breakup if we were headed that way, am I alone? Yeah. No. No, I, I don't think you are. But I, I think personally, I keep trying to hark back to like the, um, the good wife Kurt, and he was mm-hmm. he has been staunch since the since the jump. Um, right. I think the only thing this season struggled with is that it, it seemed like he wasn't caring about Diane and I didn't like that yeah. angle of it. I'm, yeah. you know, I kind of, yeah. I wish that wasn't part of it, but I do like that. They had him stick to his guns, literally sure. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended <laughs> um, because I think it, yeah, it really aligns with who, who he ultimately is. Right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And there wasn't much. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like they don't have I, I, the whoever writes for Kurt. I I feel like they could have done a, a better job with him pushing back. Other than, isn't love enough? Like he really he could have. I don't know. Yeah, just addressed Diane's concerns a little bit more and, and got into the nitty gritty of what she was feeling. But it just kept getting glossed over because um, she was saying a lot, and he is just like, mm, yeah, I'm uh, I'm out. <laughs> so. But like that's also that that strikes true to me because it's sort of like I don't know like kind of like it's the paradox of the nice Republican, of someone who can be kind to your face, can look at you in the, as an individual, and you know see a human being in the moment that needs help, but then carries all these thoughts around and puts action and effort into these things that like have far-reaching consequences that hurt people that affect people you know like kurt obviously isn't the person who was like we should get rid of gay marriage but it doesn't appall him it doesn't push him away from the party It, it, it it it's i think a thing of like what kurt and diane are willing to accept or not accept and while kurt is accepting a lot of who diane is he is also accepting of so much of the evil that is perpetrated and I think what Diane has had to learn over the season is the tough lesson that, like, I can't be with someone who just accepts everything. I can't accept someone who looks at the world and says, this is fine. This doesn't need to change, you know? And who is, by her connection to him, being associated with those things. Uh, even Exactly. Even not having her right. involved in the behind the curtains of the Democratic Party, her ideals are now mixed up with his and she's getting these emails uh directed you know with her and her name on them uh and they're uh, they're mailing us maga hats kind of like mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. uh 
Yeah, it's and that it's that, that bugged me a lot. Sorry, that that bugged me so much because that did feel like okay, you've you've kept this out of this relationship, and now you're just being like, oh well, oh, this is just part of the job, so they're just sending it to me. I can't. It's like I don't know. I, yeah, I guess I guess I I can't decide who yeah. I'm more disappointed. In, I am more but, disappointed in uh, Diane because she was, as uh, some of my homegirls like to say, digmatized because Kurt has always been Kurt but she was mm-hmm. like he is fine we go into the log cabin and it's like dude you hooked up with someone who has the total opposite beliefs from you but you accepted it you know uh mm-hmm. and so that's on her uh he's been consistent so I look at her like yeah. if you believe all these things how could you be with somebody who you know y- y'all could have been friends <laughs> y'all could you know but she right together and all these things oh sorry go ahead Keen. No, I was, I was going to say, you basically took what I was going to say. Uh, but yeah, that is, she she broke her back to like, hey, I'm, I'm different. We can make this work. He was like, look here, little lady. Uh, I'm the way I am. Uh, I got guns and I like selling them and I like the Republican Party. And she's like, it's like fine, people's. darling. We can make it work. No worries. I'll just, every other season, I'll just have a hallucinogenic drug addiction. Don't worry about right. it. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it was that was the that was a deal and yeah 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 so i mean to to her credit or very little credit um because it's certainly not enough for your lifelong partner but like she did she did check that he didn't vote for for trump like that yeah. meant a lot to her and then also that photo of him in, in like the staff photo that like how miserable he is like like I think mm-hmm. she took solace in the fact that he wasn't a, a a trumper through all of this, you know, and and they could both laugh at that thing. And then once that was taken away, it was like, oh, we don't we don't have that really bad thing over there anymore. It's just our like two right. opposing opinions going right at each other. And in fact, you're working for one of the worst things in the world. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of distraction in the ridiculousness of of trump and him going hunting with the sons and all of that but yeah mm-hmm. like all of that got stripped away and changed their dynamic significantly mm-hmm. was that and was i, that I temper- oh, sorry, go ahead. oh good uh, you, you go something i got kind of a different subject all right I, I was gonna i was gonna finish up with now i agree with all, all of what you said but like does that was that uh heightened or dampened by uh, Dr. Dreamy showing up, uh, the Silver Fox. Titan. Uh, I mean, just <laughs> she saying, was about sudden, to jump across the table when he was like, NRA, ugh. Like, she was like, what? Yeah. Like, anyway, oof. I, I feel like I he, think... he texted that he wanted to go to the opera with her. He's trying to see Tristan in his <laughs> <Yeah>. old. <laughs> yeah. I think that. But I, uh, I oh, Kurt, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Uh, that um, uh, Neil Gross just gave her the push that she needed right um that that this was all kind of coming to a head and she wanted to be with uh silver fox with um lyle betancourt md Mm -hmm. uh or d or whatever i don't know which which letters he's got um I know Tia. Stop. I N E Foin. um but i feel like oh sorry go ahead Molly, you got something to say. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm disappearing. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you're uh, saying it. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, that she wanted to be with Lyle. Uh, and this push 
forceful push. Like, you have to do this from Neil Gross was just like, okay, I'm going to do it. And it's done. Molly, what do you got? Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. Uh, <laughs> um, I Yeah, I don't think one happens without the other. I, I think it, without both happening, she would still be with Kurt. Um, because if she just gave it up for the DNC, it'd be like, oh, I'm not that kind. You know, that's not the stage I'm at in my career and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to do, you know, mess up my family for this. But I think that taste of like, oh, I can be with somebody who... Uh, shares more beliefs with me and still have those feelings I have for Kurt. I think that mm-hmm. makes a difference. I just, it's tragic the way we fell from her wearing her cat suit. What last season, wasn't it? <laughs> to where we are now. But um, that's how it goes. So, but I also don't think her and Lyle are, are, I think he just was a symbol of what she could have, but I don't, I don't think anything's yeah, going to actually I think they're in a honeymoon period of whatever's mm-hmm. going on there. Yeah, and we all have to remember she was uh she was married to her career um Mm -hmm. for the majority of it until kurt so i feel like she just didn't know what was out there sure anyway i have a lot of thoughts on this (laughs) (laughs) um did they confirm who that lady was um at the event with lyle was that his wife i'm forgetting no i I think just a friend a lady co-worker it was okay yeah, yeah, she she, the, she, she did the, the thing. Oh, that yeah. was the other doctor. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember if he was married or not. By the way, a uh, nice play on his name. Bed <laughs> in court. What he's <laughs> gonna do with Diane soon? <laughs> Whoa. Bed in court. Bed and court. Court hard and bed In court. Or in court. Yeah. I'll see you in court. Oh, shoot. In bed in court. Boning in court. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I feel like Kurt was also generally just the bad boy for for Diane. A lot of times, the person that she should yeah. knew she she doesn't belong with morally, ideologically, kind of mm-hmm. they, they didn't fit there. Um, so there was probably some element of of that um, pulling them yeah. together as well. But uh, yeah, I think Keen, you brought it up uh, that the whole time he was just very clear about all like, all the things <laughs> yeah. <Crystal> clear. <laughs> yeah, all the things and just so, so robotic in that he can see like take those beliefs that he has and put them over here um lock it up okay let's do our thing and then unlock you know put put those um badges back on yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happens next episode if diane gets the guy or if uh, ends up checking out that career again. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? I have a quick question then. Uh, this is putting people on the spot. But there's a couple of people mm-hmm. I thought of that I would love to see in, in some way. I don't care if it's in a Seinfeld finale like way where they just, they're in the background um, of the court. And that is Mike Christiva, who I can't fucking stand, hate his guts, um, but would love to see him pop up somewhere, even if it's in like a, a TV interview or something that's that's playing. Uh, and of course, Sweeney, Colin Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. 
Yeah. Uh, we could have That's gone, I guess, two full seasons at this point without Colin Sweeney, because I don't think he appeared last time. Um, no. So and he's a great character. I want to see who uh, who he's up to murdering. All right. Uh, any Anybody that has not appeared in a while that you would have liked to see? Mike, I guess some I'm big ones. To, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little peeved that you would think that I would like to see anybody else <laughs> but the guy himself. Yeah. Rupert, uh, that's the first name of Blum. Of course, I like to see Blum. Same like, no joke. But yeah, I gotta yeah. see my guy. Sure. I would like to see Alicia just Diane just walk by Alicia in the court. Like courthouse and just slap her across the face again. again. Just, for... <laughs> just because. <laughs> oh dear, you step one back in Chicago. This is my city. Yeah. Yeah. This is my town. Yeah. Um, um, I miss uh, Felix or John Cameron Mitchell and uh, mm-hmm. Fisher Stevens. I like him. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot. Uh, yeah, and obviously Bernadette, bring her back if possible. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca, Adrian, Luca. Uh, yeah. would love and to see Adrian. them pop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would. We we finally, I think, got the first good fight mention of him a couple episodes ago. I would lose my shit if Kiriako showed up. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! The funniest yeah. possible person oh, to have yeah. make her appearance. Yes, I would. I would love it because I think like a couple episodes ago we were joking about Carrie, and then they bring him. They bring him up. Uh, so, and what's he doing? What's there? Matt Chersky doing? He's 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 the resident on the resident. Come on, he's got the time. <laughs> I don't want to see. Uh, I do not want to see Wayne Brady again. Gotta say, <laughs> <Done. Yeah. laughs> we good. I, I powered right. through majority of episodes today, and uh, the smile I had when I saw Miss Elizabeth goofily looking up at the mm. at the at the uh, roof of the uh, of the um, elevator filled my heart with joy. Yeah, when I saw her. Mm. Yeah, she. Uh, oh, yeah, she. Bump. Carrie Preston directed this penultimate episode. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. She directed a couple. She's directed a yeah. few, but I know she. Yeah, this last, which uh, phenomenal. I love yeah. her. Good for power her. Power couple. That's a king power couple right there. Her and Michael Emerson. Oh yeah, yeah. Benjamin. Dude, that's who I want to show up. I want Michael Emerson's character from Evil. From <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that would be fun. Finally, uh, any other thoughts about what you want to see in this finale? Uh, some hugs. Mm. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just some hugs. Can we get I, some hugs? I would love to One see. One last. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I would just say, you know, because we are so close to reality and we're living everyday dread in real life and on the show, it would be cool to imagine like a utopia. Like if they, I mean, I know it's not going to mm-hmm. happen, but it's like, what if everything went right? What if, you know, the majority you know, did win and all these things, what, you know, just what if, um, so all the amazing things that we want to see in terms of like human rights and, um, you know, all these policies, it's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's see that. Can we have that? So I would love to see that, but I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. I think, you know what they would do and would be kind of cool, but like it would hurt at the same time. What if they do what, uh, Parks and Rec did, Parks and Rec, when they ended, they did like a five or six year time jump. What if they do a time Mm -hmm. jump for the last episode? And then by the end, this everything's all peachy or whatever. And then Diane wakes up 
she wakes up from like a treatment and is like, how was your trip? And she just, and she's just like, it was wonderful. Wow. But now wow. I'm sad because it's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Christine oh, Bransky. I got to work on it, but you know. mm-hmm. you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, I have a question really quick. What, how long do you think the finale is going to be? Cause that has me really anxious. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to just be a normal length? Are they going to give us a little extra? I'm going to say 5317. They got that Paramount Plus. Like, this isn't, yeah, no this isn't CBS. They don't have to stick it to 42 minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna go the full lost. They're doing two and a half hour finale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, buy me a ticket. I'm hopping on. I'm hopping on board. I want that. Yeah. Give me, mm-hmm. give yeah. me a full feature length TV movie. You know, we're we're finally gonna get the answers episodes. to all those mysteries. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the time jump that Keem wanted uh, happens in yeah. Purgatory. Yes, mm-hmm. that's where everything was taking place. And they pull the screen out, or they pull the camera away, and they notice they're in a fucking uh, snow globe the whole time. No. <laughs> no. No. I've got I've got my money on Christine Baranski wakes up as her character from Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> oh man, uh, a Sybil, wonderful. All right, uh, any other thoughts? Because we'll hit the. Uh... Winners and losers, and call it a did, night. Did we talk about Ben Baruch and that whole the, his ex fiance? Oh, barely. Yeah, I'm like, I, he he didn't have any backup for that Bitcoin. <laughs> it's like buried. Yeah. yeah. Learn that pushing up. I'm gonna give you three hundred thousand dollars. You gotta dig it up, right? Oh well, get some of our people on it. That's the best we can do. Fuck this. I'm going to Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, I don't, I, I feel like we didn't really need Ben Baruch at the funeral because there was already all this stuff about like, yeah, Democrats are weak. And then the whole thing is like, Republicans would have drained the landfill. Drain We're out of here. Yeah. But I think, mm-hmm. I think that the only, the only reason for them to have that scene, I think, is to lead up to have us for a reason for Zev to be taken out later um, mm-hmm. with him, like taking the gun, admire the training with that and that he did not resort to violence. But yeah, that uh, I think that's the only reason for that. So worried about Zev, um, and then just Marissa getting married, and yeah, yeah Julia showing uh, up, Rosie. Yeah. So, are y'all happy? Wait, I got asked Jack, who's a huge fan of Marissa. Mm-hmm. How do you feel yeah. about Marissa getting married? Are you happy for her? I do you like Zev? Do you approve? She just met this guy. <laughs> like, if I like, honey, you just met this guy. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? That's how I feel about it. And, like, also, if you're going to, like, like, read yourself, you've had a crush on, like, all of your, uh, like, a codependent something with all of your female coworkers for the past six years, just look in a mirror for, like, five minutes, Marissa. I'm begging you. (laughs) See what the world is trying to tell you. Mm. Yeah. Uh. All right. We'll do uh, winners and losers. Start with those losers. And it's across two episodes. We'll just do it that way. Uh, Molly. Uh, Kurt. Mm, for bear. taking an Uber. Yeah, yeah just for taking the Uber. <laughs> just for taking uh, the Uber. Everything else was he was a winner on. <laughs> <laughs> Keen. 
uh, I, I, I might not get his character's name right, but was it David Hill? Uh, the David former Lee. David Lee, my bad. David Lee, mm-hmm. uh, the former uh, managing. Uh, which, by the way, how long was that broom holding that door? <laughs> the mafia. That's like a whole week. <laughs> that was a long time for them not to leave. But anyway, him because he thought he was running shit. He was embarrassing in court, and he lost yeah. a job and lost the case. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tia. Well, this is this is for all for two or just the first one. The two. So I can have two. Sure. Sweet. Okay. Let's my two... one first, though. Okay. Wait, say the first one. For... Okay, for the first. All right, so for episode eight, uh, my loser uh, is going to be uh, the Vespertine Cali Park uh, guy, yeah. the investigator. Um, yeah, just because he tried it and uh, he couldn't get that that lawsuit for the family and sink uh, Richard and Reddick and Richard. And then my loser. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. We'll come right back to that. Oh, we'll come uh, back. Jack. We'll come back. Okay. Uh, for this is a loser, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it to Marissa because her boyfriend's gonna fucking die, <laughs> and and she is never going to find out that like they caught the guy that tried to kill her father. So like she's gonna mm-hmm. be feeling pretty uneasy for all that, and just like general anti-Semitism. That's got to be pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Marissa's doppelganger, uh, who allowed mm-hmm. that person onto the roof, who then uh, accidentally killed himself. Uh, yeah. So Marissa's doppelganger. And also that and all getting the firm into legal trouble uh, mm-hmm. in general uh, around all of that stuff. Uh, Tia, who is your second loser? Uh, second loser from episode nine, I'm going to say Antarctica. Because they're stuck with <laughs> yeah. extra some white so yeah. extra white supremacists. Into a penal colony. <laughs> if I was a resident of Antarctica, I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd be at the so town hall just... meetings. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go. Yeah. Uh, any other losers out there? We already said Kurt and Diane, right? Like that relationship. Kurt was, and... Kurt was one of them. Yeah. All, yeah. Um, then we'll hit those winners, Jack. Uh, for winner for these two episodes, uh, I gotta give it to the man himself. It's been a long career, starred in the WWE, hopped yeah, into a few movies, <laughs> and just when you think he's out, when no one in their right mind goes to see Black Adam, he could not restructure the hierarchy of power in the DC universe, but he can restructure the hierarchy of power in the DNC. And my winner <laughs> okay. for this episode and the whole show is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Uh, did, I thought Black Adam did pretty well. Did it not? Did you see it? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, am going see, uh, I am going to see uh, uh, what the hell is the name of it? Wakanda um, Forever. Wakanda Forever, yes. Uh, on mm-hmm. Friday. And I tend to see two movies because it's mm-hmm. it's not like when I was in Philly where I could just go you know, right. sit back and forth. I make the most of the day. I don't know, may see Black Adam. I'll, I'll, There's got to be I'll... so much better, Mike. <laughs> there, like, love yourself a little bit more. Yeah. You deserve it. If I see it, I will report back. Um, okay. To no one that cares. He's um, going to be president. That might be when our backs are against the wall. The last question we might be asked is, did you see Black Adam in theaters? <laughs> <laughs> Tia. 
your winner? Um, this is kind of broad, but my winner is sisterhood. Uh, Vanetta <laughs> and Renetta, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Vanetta is locked up. And can you imagine your sibling being like, you got to think big, <laughs> you got to think bigger. Uh, <laughs> good idea with the living room court, but I got your back. And so the fact that her sister is holding things down uh, in every way for justice is like good. So, you know, there's, you know, there's sisters. I love it. That's, that's my winner. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, and not to be a Black Adam apologist here on the podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just looked at the, I was just curious what the box office was. It has rocketed past $300 million, although that's international. I feel like that should be higher, to be fair, Jack. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to restructure the the um, DCEU. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But oh, it's respectful. While, while we're doing follow-ups, Jennifer Coolidge is from Boston. Mm. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. You can tell from the end. I'm taking that dog. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> King. Welcome to name? White Lotus Cast. Christopher Moltisanti's <laughs> back, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, my winners, uh, probably uh, Liz and Richard. Uh, one for being uh, in a weird way. I, I love to see the partnership that they form or that they form together. Uh, Cause they came in like at each other's throats, but then they use that to their advantage to trick people into getting what they really want. So kudos, kudos to them. Yeah. yeah. Molly, who is your winner? Hate to say it, but I think it's Lyle Betancourt because Mm. he's just out here he's just like getting smooched and then being like going to go to the opera just living his life and just like seeing <laughs> good stuff and he's just moving on like do do um while diane's marriage falls apart um so he seems to be doing <laughs> yeah. pretty well mm-hmm. uh for me my winner is the new head of the dnc Taking over for Mr. Frank mm-hmm. Landau, uh, reappearing in in the series in the Good Verse after a while, uh, and possibly making a move that will put uh, the Rock, the Rock in the office, and uh, getting his ankle healed. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting his ankle healed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was Danny. Oh, thank goodness, because he was about to he was about to hurt his back with how low those crushes were. Yeah, they, they were nowhere near. No. <laughs> it was like under. It was like chest. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I've never but used crutches. I've never used them wrong. Very hunchback. Bad. Yeah. All right, then that will do it for this episode of, in my opinion, the Good Fight Podcast, talking about season six, episode eight and nine. And we got one more. We got one more regular season episode, and then I figure we'll take a little bit of time off, and then maybe come back and do one final recap uh review episode mm-hmm. of the entire series before closing the books until we have a new good verse show to discuss um thank you tia thank you jack thank you keen thank you molly thank you all finally did it all for being here uh, and look forward to talking about the finale Bye bye <laughs>